Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Open Dorm, a self-improvement podcast for young adults that takes you into the world of two college roommates and the lens in which they view achieving and maximizing a fulfilling life. I'm Sori Vishran, joined by Alex Kwan, and today on the episode, we talk about minimalism and how it's affecting our world today. So please sit back, relax, and enjoy the second episode of Open Dorm. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Open Dorm. Here we are with episode two, your hosts, Sori Vishen and Alex Kwan. We're really excited to get into this second episode with you guys. Today, we're going to be talking about minimalism, um, our thoughts about it, specifics with minimalism, how maybe some of us in this room have tried it before to okay. a degree, but we really want to tackle that with you guys today. Alrighty. So minimalism, kind of just like a bigger, it's like a trend going on. It's a lifestyle trend. And I don't know. I don't know too much about it. I know that like with my life right now, I don't, I wouldn't say I'm, I'm minimalist, but I do try to limit all the things that I do have and like the clutter and everything. But I know that during times, especially for college, when we're packing up and moving and all that jazz, it gives me a good opportunity to just get rid of so many things that I don't need. And it just is like, it's like a perspective change. Like, dang, all this crap is like, did I, did I really pack this? (laughs) You know? So, I mean, right now in my life, I just went through a season of getting rid of things. So I I would definitely really want to try out just stripping a lot of things away even more than I thought. So I guess that's the whole idea of minimalism. Yeah. So for me, for me, I I don't, I see something maybe as minimalism being very subjective uh, to the person. Like for me, would a minimalist look like to somebody else? You know, this, an actual minimalist, do they have like, 10 things. Do you know any actual minimalists? I don't really know any actual minimalists. I might I might know people that consider themselves minimalists, but for me, I don't know if that's what... Because it's definitely just something like, it's whatever you think it is. So yeah. I don't think I've ever really crossed the barrier into being a minimalist, you know? Is it like you have two pairs of pants and four t-shirts? <laughs> like, it's, it's a lot more than just that. And I think people like describe it as just getting rid it's a of quantity of things right but it's it's a lifestyle exactly getting yeah that that's good it's not just like materialistic things it, i feel like it's also like mental just not holding on to things that don't uh, bring value to your life yeah what do you think about that well i totally agree with that you know the whole thing about you know what you actually have and the whole lifestyle aspect of it and actually do we we do know a minimalist uh Jesse, if you're if you're hearing this, oh. we're giving you a shout out. Have you ever walked inside of his room last semester? He had oh that Jesse Jesse Redding. Yes, nothing. He he had it was the most bare thing I've ever seen, and and then when you talk to him, it's not like oh he just doesn't like having things. It's he he has this philosophy where he doesn't worry about a lot of things. Like I've never seen this guy it's really admirable. stressed except I saw. I saw him sprinting towards the bus one time, uh, just full dead sprint. And if I ever saw, he's a huge, he's a big CrossFit guy. If I ever saw this dude running at me with a dead sprint, I would be terrified. Yeah. But philosophy wise, he's just someone that is really going with the flow. He doesn't need all these things. He has a flip phone, yeah, or like a sliding keyboard phone. But he, you know, he's a college student, and he's not right. like some weird guy. He's a he's a really normal, 
not even normal. He's just a, he's a fun guy. He's like Kawhi Leonard. Like Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, but, I'm a fun guy. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's interesting. And then and then I have uh, Grant, if you're listening to see my, my roommate, my old yeah. roommate, who literally packed all of his stuff in a giant suitcase right. and then was able to leave college. It's, so, he but definitely like, is less than the average person. Yeah, but that's more of the quantity thing. Right. I think that's where we that's where we kind of drew the line between what actually is minimalism right. and what's just not owning a lot of things. Because if you look at personality wise, Jesse and Grant per se aren't very no similar. Like I would definitely consider Jesse a minimalist, yeah. and I would consider Grant just a normal guy who just doesn't really care about having that many things. Right, and I think that's where the difference lies between being a, like a true minimalist, but just versus not having a lot of things so for me personally i wouldn't say i i've gotten into minimalism before like two degree i i mean there's like a documentary on netflix about it i think i watched that what's it called i think it's literally just called minimalism <laughs> i think that's of course that's the name but so yeah it's definitely not gonna be a long title <laughs> they just called right. it m just to keep it short <laughs> but but after that like this was very much during uh, last summer, right before I went into my freshman year at Liberty, I, I was like, I want to get rid of a lot of stuff that I feel like I don't need. And I think that's exactly what I did. I got a lot of, I rid of a lot of stuff. I think I came to college with two like Rubbermaid containers and that's it. Really? But the thing is I didn't leave with two. Yeah. You know, I definitely got a lot more. <laughs> I, I, got, I got a lot more stuff. So that's kind of what I, instead of like going true minimalism, like, like you said, it's not a lifestyle change. I just get rid of a lot of stuff I don't need. And then, slowly i just accumulate more and then i the cycle just kind of continues so i don't know if you personally do that but yeah i mean that's I, just kind of the cycle i go through i guess so i mean i always go in to college with the same amount of things and then leave with the same amount of things i guess less sometimes because sometimes i get more clothes and i get rid of clothes that's the, yeah. the that's the majority of things i have which i don't really have a lot of clothes that it just shows that i don't have like any like de- fancy desk things or anything i just go with whatever is easiest to carry because i only have a small little 2008 honda accord to drive around so mm-hmm. i don't have a big big range rover to carry all my things in so but i mean i've never looked at it as a lifestyle change until i you know observe someone else's life and yeah i think it's really cool i think that the the philosophy behind it is cool because i've been going through this this phase or season in my life where I'd call it like a pruning season where I'm trying to get rid of the things that are stopping me from growing, like hindering me from having growth. And I think that minimalism is, is symbolizes that kind of lifestyle to where, mm-hmm. you know, there's always those toxic relationships or those talk, to- like those bad habits. Like I have a really bad habit of piling clothes <laughs> on my bed. You, you've Gosh, seen this it's awful. literally I would have this, and I've I've worked on this a lot recently. I I should show Praise you. God. I should show you my room one day. I have a big room. <laughs> so I'm a shout out. Um, yeah. So I I had this really bad habit of just being so lazy to where I take off my clothes at the end of the day and I just don't want to put them back because I've had a long day. So I just toss them on my bed and I say, okay, I'll I'll put this up in the morning. But it just never happened. So I would literally accumulate a giant mound of clothes at the foot of my bed and you would and sleep with it yeah i mean sometimes it'd be like kind of cuddle by <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be comfortable sometimes but literally sawyer one time just he was like dude you need to take care of this so we both like went through them together and i was like yeah this is something that honestly 
I'm a really big believer in how you do anything is how you do everything. And just showing that I had that clutter just showed me like, man, I'm not really prioritizing, you know, all the things in my life the correct way. Yeah. So, I mean, this summer when I got home, literally there's rarely an article of clothing on my bed because I just take care of it right then. And it's such a refreshing feeling. So then I imagine that with a more minimalist lifestyle to always have that refreshing feel, like never have to even feel refreshed because you're already living in a lifestyle that's conservative, that you don't need to always be like what I say, pruning these things, which I mean, you always technically need to be pruning, especially in terms of um, relationships and habits, but like material wise, you know, that those stuff will come and go. Yeah. To add on to that, I think we're almost polar opposites in that way because I think being at school and living with another person, I was like so aware of keeping my room clean at all times. Like every night I would go and make sure my desk is straightened and everything. Like you can ask my my old roommate, I, I did it every night and I would clean the bathroom and do all this. But when I get, when I'm home, I, I'm very much more lenient. Like my bed is not made. My room's a mess right now, but that's just because you're here. But it's it's a lot more uh, like I'll sure I'll throw clothes on the floor and like not really care about it. But if I did that when I was at Liberty, I would I'd be like, why am I doing this? So I think it's kind of interesting that we're yeah, it's actually it's in, literally reversed, I guess. In that in that way, I guess living with somebody makes me want to be accountable because I guess that's what I would want them yeah. to reciprocate. I mean, it depends. I guess it really depends on roommates too, because it's not like our room wasn't messy. We, no, just, no. we were a little cluttered. Yeah. And we were both fine with that. Like, Grant's the most easygoing guy I've ever met, honestly. Awesome dude. And, uh, yeah, we, I mean, we, we both acknowledged that, like, you know, we had our own messes and everything. So he wouldn't really get on me or anything about a mess. So it's like, okay, if I, have a, if I have some clothes or a mountain of clothes here and there, yeah. it wouldn't be that big of a deal. But then, so, so I wouldn't look at it in a way. But then when I got home, I was, like, seeing this like gosh is this what it was like to live with me it's like ah let me fix this yeah yeah i think there's a difference between being disorganized and being just messy yeah i think messy associates with like cleanse cleanse what's where i cleanliness cleanse yeah i can't say the word here cleanliness cleanse cleanliness (laughs) cleanliness um but um, yeah, there's a, I think there's a difference between being disorganized and cleanliness um, and messy, you know. I think being messy means you don't really clean anything at all. But I think being disorganized means you just maybe have a couple cluttered spaces. Like your desk was definitely disorganized. But yeah. you also had a lot of stuff on there. And it's not like you definitely knew where everything was though. And I yeah. just think that that makes it, it's disorganized but. Cluttered yeah. and organized mess yeah is what i used to call it which is just sure an organized mess but it was your room wasn't gross like there's people's rooms i'd walk in and be like this is disgusting like i want to get out of here we'll name drop anyone in okay we will (laughs) name drop someone in specifically but um so i think there's a difference between that there but i think it's going back to what you said about pruning yeah i think that's it's good because i think specifically being like habitually like cleaning every night i think just helps you be, help me be more efficient. And I don't think I've been near as efficient this summer. You know, obviously I'm not working on schoolwork and doing all this stuff. I'm just working my job. But I think the habits you create, even with something as simple as being cleaning or minimalist or just being organized, I think you'll see at least transpire to the rest of your life. Yeah, exactly. Especially in a time like this. That's why 
I think this is perfect timing, really, to, to talk about this because we're in the middle of summer, our summer break, and uh, I think that we should really take this, like, we should look at the value in having this because it made me look at my life in a different way, um, especially after two semesters at Liberty to where you got so much spiritual growth and so much being poured into you, and then it goes into full effect once you get alone again. And I think it's a super important time for us to really sharpen, you know, our best aspects. Yeah. So that that's always a good thing is where you, you recognize and you work on the bad things and also sharpen the good things. And, right. And it gives you summer, whether you have a, you don't have schoolwork to worry about, which is great. Like you can always have a job, but the job is a job. It'll be the same thing over and over again for the most part. Schoolwork is always varying. And, um, so it gives you a time to just really look at those things in your life that are kind of taking you down. Yeah. And I, yeah, I agree with that. Like you said, spiritually, I think, uh, God's always doing a pruning process in you. I would say mm -hmm. I've been having a, an extended pruning process, <laughs> probably for like close a year, but got of being taught things maybe the hard way, um, and realizing what yeah. really matters to him, you know, should matter to me and things that matter to me don't necessarily matter to him and I shouldn't hold on to those things. Um, and I think that's like the heart of minimalism for sure is just what, what matters and what doesn't, you know? Yeah. And I think with someone like us where we're, it's rooted spiritually, uh, it, it just transpires through the rest of your life. So I think that's where you see benefits of like, you know, realizing that material things don't necessarily, that they don't hold any value at all other than status, which, which obviously, you know, yeah. it's just, is something that a is fleeting and b is dumb you know like if you want to dress nice that's different but if you want to dress nice to impress certain people i think yeah. that's different you know yeah and that that goes to you know just doing things for you and it translates especially with the minimalist lifestyle and everything it translates to where because you're doing a lot of those things for yourself rather than for other people and it shows you know just the the control, I guess, and the rec and the recognition that this is such as a small blimp of our life that we shouldn't be worrying about so many things. And it's obviously, I mean, if we have the blessings to, you know, to dress nice and have nice things, use it. But you know, don't use it in a way that is just showing off. Yeah, if it like compromises, like the integrity that I feel like of God, like. If it's just more important than what God thinks about you, if what others think about you, I think that's when it becomes a problem. And I think it's actually interesting that you can find kind of, I guess, parallels in a way between, you know, being rooted in Christ and then also minimalism. You know, obviously, like, I don't want to, you know, sound, say like minimalism is God, but <laughs> you know what I mean? That where I say like it's finding value in, in the right things. And I think it all comes back to whatever god finds value in you know yeah and and being content with what you have too right um, definitely yeah you get to just see especially if you go on uh trips to other countries and you see how a yeah, lot of people sure. live it's just like man we have so many things and they have nothing but they're you see like the i saw on twitter the other day um, of this little child in Africa seeing running water and just was the happiest little thing I've seen. And it's, it's like making me feel like crap because I'm like, why isn't my water heating up fast enough for my, for right. my nice hot shower in the morning? 
and it's a really perspective changing and i think that's what you know that kind of lifestyle is all about is just knowing and appreciating the things you have in the moment and it's a hard thing to do especially in our hustle and bustle culture and society where we're always looking towards the next thing it's hard to to really look at what we have and be appreciative of it and it's definitely a process and the whole pruning process is that that season like there will be seasons of concentrated pruning but that will be something in your entire life like there will be people will come and go your possessions will come and go and there will always just be this cycle of sharpening yourself mm -hmm. but i think finding the contentment and what you have it just benefits way more than filling yourself with things you feel like you 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 want and you need yeah rather than already being content with the things you need right because if you're you're just going to be continue to chase something that you'll never attain if you're just trying to find exactly go to the next thing and i think we can talk i have a whole episode about the importance of like i guess being present and mm -hmm. being content in the present because that's something i could talk about for hours but um that'll be for another episode but i i agree with what you're saying uh for sure yeah and it just makes it makes uh getting if you appreciate more of what you already have it makes getting newer possessions a lot it just means a lot more yeah you know when you're always filling yourself with a bunch of crap like new things like i just been clothes shopping a bunch recently <laughs> and it's yeah, I, I, like, <laughs> yeah, I know see we're still struggling we're still pruning we're still growing don't think of us condescending because this is a whole process yeah and sure. uh yeah and it's like see my bank account going down <laughs> Ouch. it's like okay that that doesn't need to be pruned that needs to be tended to and, yeah. and grow we need harvest for that yeah <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it's just like i'm getting this stuff and it's nice to have but it's like ugh, yeah i don't really need it yeah, exactly. And it's just, it's, it's honestly really frustrating. Yeah. And it's a challenge. It's a real challenge to, to figure out, you know, what's really bringing you down and what you don't need and what you do need. Yeah. And I think, you know, the heart of that, I think, is just about bettering yourself. Um, and where I guess wherever you are in your life, you can, I think everyone always has a desire to better yourself. And I think that's what I think the heart, at least the heart of this podcast is, you know, obviously we want open conversations. We want guests and we're going to talk about a lot of topics on here. But at the end of the day, it's all about having conversations that hopefully strive to influence people to better themselves. And in our way, like it's therapy for us, like, yeah. because we're, you know, all flawed human beings and we're in the same place, like that we're all kind of broken in that way. And I think um, that that is what we're striving to do with with this podcast. Yeah, and we'll have fun doing it. You yeah, know? definitely. Nothing's gonna be like super, super serious. I mean, we're we're gonna talk about some pretty serious things, but you know, it'll always be pretty casual and just a cool opportunity to really to know what each we're thinking. You know, because we're we're living this life with you guys. We're growing. We're making our mistakes and. Um, you get to see us fail and succeed and hopefully you'll share your successes with us and we just really just want to have fun you know it's it's cool being able to grow with people that are your age like grow together like you always have your your parents or your family members or a preacher or teachers coaches all that you know they're talking over you and because they've been through a lot of they've been through all that already but it's it's different when you have someone that's going through it with you and learning from that it just it, it has a different 
a different feel to it and a different mm. value, especially because, you know, we're living our, in college, we're living our daily lives together and we get to see each other go through, you know, the high highs and low lows. Right. But, you know, we're having fun in the process too. You know, we're yeah. all, we're doing it. So. Right. So um, we hope you guys enjoyed this conversation about minimalism. I think we, I would say I got a lot out of that conversation yeah. just only being 20 minutes, but we really hope that this is something you guys enjoy. Um, but we hope you listen to the next episode, which will be coming out soon, but uh, bear with us definitely in that regard. But we really hope you guys enjoyed this. You know, go ahead, subscribe, uh, <laughs> review it, comment. We will, we appreciate all feedback because like you said, this is an open conversation. So um, we are your hosts, Story Strand and Alex Kwan. See you guys next time. Thank you all. Catch you later. We really hope you guys enjoyed listening to episode two of Open Dorm. And if you did, we would appreciate a review and a subscription on iTunes. It goes a long way in helping us and supporting us. And with that being said, we'll see you next time on Open Dorm.